listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. This podcast is for anyone who wants more Supernatural content or anyone just starting the show. I'm Beth Brin. I'm Hannah Barrow. And I'm Abby Jo Morton. And we're your hosts. Let's jump in. Raising Perdition is intended for adult audiences, and our episodes may contain PG-13 and R-rated language. We advise listener discretion for discussions of violence, sexual assault, eating disorders, and other topics some listeners may find disturbing. We want to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Hello, welcome back to Raising Perdition. I'm one of your co-hosts, Beth, and uh, I'm here with my other two lovely co-hosts. Hannah. Hannah. And Abby Jo. Abby jo. <laughs> well, just say our names. I never know. I never know if I should introduce them or if they should introduce themselves. I don't know if y'all have ever been on a conference call, but when you call in and they're like, "Introduce yourself," I never know what to say. I'm like, at one time I said, "Hannah, this is Hannah." Oh my gosh! Just <laughs> so, screaming your name. But I don't know how it works. <laughs> Beth. Hannah. This is Beth. <laughs> Well, are you lovely ladies doing well tonight? We are. At least yeah. I am. I don't know about Hannah. <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Hello. Beth? A little tummy tummy. I am doing great. Yeah. I uh, am excited to talk about Hook Man, which is episode seven of Supernatural in the first season. Yeah. Hook Man was directed by David Jackson and written by John Shaban, which oh boy. Um, written, not written, he wrote last week's episode. So, our, our, our boy John Schwan. Skin. Skin. Hannah, would you like to do our summary for the episode? Yes. To start, this episode takes place in Ankeny, Iowa. I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, specifically at Eastern Iowa University, which is not a real university. It's a fictional place made up by a sci-fi author named Stephen Burry. Here we go. We see a girl named Lori and her roommate Taylor trying to get her to wear something sexy. Quote unquote sexy, I should say. Lori goes on a date with Rich who parks his car on Nine Mile Road and gets a little handsy even though Lori tells him to stop. They hear a weird noise and Rich gets out of the car to investigate. Lori hides in the car out of fear but then gets out and leaves and sees Rich hanging upside down dead above the car. We see Sam and Dean trying to figure out where John is, and Dean presents this story to Sam, and they go to Iowa. The brothers determine it's the hook man and do their research to find it is the violent spirit of a preacher named Jacob Carnes who killed a bunch of sex workers. Meanwhile, Lori is asleep in her dorm with her roommate Taylor in separate beds. When she wakes up, Taylor is dead, and there's a very creepy message on the wall above her bed. Dean goes to salt and burn the bones while Sam watches Lori's house where she has a fight with her dad, the Reverend, about how he is having an affair with a married woman. <clears throat> Lori is mad and she comes out and talks with and kisses Sam. And then the Reverend asks her to come inside just before he is attacked by the hook man. Sam saves him and goes with them to the hospital where Dean and Sam decide to do more research about what happened to the hook, finding it was returned to the church and then forged into something else. They go to Lori's house and the church and put everything silver they can find in a fire. Lori comes to the church crying and says she should be punished and she is attacked by the hook man. Sam sees she's wearing a silver necklace and he gives it to Dean to put in the fire and the hookman bursts in flames and disappears. Sam says goodbye to Lori and they drive off. That one was nice and short. It was nice. That was nice and, and short. Yeah. 
Thank you. Short, concise, and to the point. Way to go, Thank Anna. you. Yeah. All right. So we start on our cold open. Sorry, I've lost my outline. There we go. Um, at Theta Sorority, Sorority Eastern Iowa University. Theta just, Sorority. Just, just Theta. theta. <laughs> just one letter. Not three. Not two. No. Just Theta. Just Theta. <clears throat> Um, and so we have Taylor, who I don't think we get told her name until later. I think yeah. I think it's unknown at this point. Um, so I just have Lori and roommate discuss date attire. Um, and she really wants her to dress sexy for her date. And mm-hmm. Lori is kind of like putting up a fight against that. But she does anyways. Um, and, when and she looks great. She does she look great. Banging. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really cute top. Red, she looks really good. really good color on her. It is. Um, a, a halter top at Lacey. Oh, no. Oh, Instead no. of the business casual I know. What was she wearing button before? down that she was wearing. <laughs> and she's wearing a very um, low-rise skirt. So very we do also get a little bit of tummy. Mm. Yes. Man, but she who, looks good. So Lori goes to leave, and her roommate says, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And Lori says, there's nothing you wouldn't do. And she's like, true. Um, just so that we are starting off knowing that her roommate's a slut. Yeah, <laughs> and she is not. She's a sweet little angel. Yes, <laughs> she, she's we, an angel. Lori's an angel, and Taylor, the roommate, is a slut. <laughs> we have both ends of the spectrum in Perfect. this one room. They, the writers were like, they have to know that she's a harlot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, how can we happens, make that obvious? She also happens to be a black woman, as opposed to Lori being a white woman. Yep. Um, I think that that is an important distinction because we typically demonize black women in media for their promiscuity Mm. even if it wasn't on purpose it was not not done on purpose you know Mm -hmm. they they didn't try not to do it so Lori goes um to see rich and he drives her to what we later learn is nine mile road and she's like i thought we were going to the party and he's like we don't want to be on time and i'm like I would be so yes, uncomfortable. I'm like, um, I hate being late. Yeah. Please, yeah. let's go to the party. We need to yeah. be on time. Um, yeah. And she's like, but I clearly, think you've done this on purpose. She's <laughs> somewhat like, into it. Yeah. 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 Like, she definitely didn't say, no, drive me yeah. back. She Which doesn't. is fine, because there's a difference between making out and, like, yeah. what Rich tries to do What later. Rich it's tries to do. Absolutely fine. You yeah. do not have to do more than what you're comfortable with. Right. Um, he starts trying to like put his hands down her shirt and she's like, no. And he's like, it's okay. And he moves his hand, right. but then they continue to make out and he starts trying to Does fill it her again. up again. Um, this is a nice little segue to say consent matters. Yeah. yeah. And if anyone says no for anything, you should stop immediately. You're done. Yeah. You can continue making out. She's obviously into that. Keep yeah. your hands to yourself. Yeah. Yes. At least don't put them down her shirt. Yeah, she yeah, doesn't she was, want that. She's okay she with didn't the want shoulder that. touching. Yeah. Unless she now actively says, all right, you can start touching under my shirt. Then you keep right. your hands out from her shirt. Like, it's not difficult. Yeah. It's not. And that's for anyone. It was for Any Rich. person. And that's why he died. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It, is, it literally is. It is. Why he died. <laughs> so I'm not saying that you'll die if you ignore consent, but I'm saying Rich did. <laughs> It's like in me, girls, when he's like, you will get pregnant and you will and die. You will it's, it's the opposite. You, if just, you try to sexually assault a woman, you will die. It's just fact. Yeah. I'm, you will. I, I know causation. Not saying when. Correlation doesn't mean causation, but yeah. like, 
I'm saying Rich didn't respect boundaries and Rich, Rich got murked. So he, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying um, lines up. <laughs> so we get a nice dramatic, you know, what's that? There's a noise. Um, Rich gets out the car to go investigate um, like any white person does in a horror movie which i would absolutely put the car in reverse (laughs) yeah right the noise does not it doesn't sound like anything good so (laughs) what what, and what would he have done like it maybe it was a sign getting scraped by a tree i mean like why would you need to get out just leave but rich is an idiot Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'd like to point Um, out that rich is an idiot (laughs) we are not team rich i want to flag that (laughs) i'm just so stupid (laughs) Um, like, I don't know, like, he, I guess I don't want people to die, but, like, don't get out of the car. Like, yeah. like Rich was asking some... for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, blame, it was two, to blame two the, strikes. a different victim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. blaming two, Lori for her. Two strikes in a row. Like, he, mm-hmm. he was trying to get too handsy with Lori, and she said no, and then he tried again, and then he got out of the car. Obviously, there's going to be a third strike. Yeah. And so, Lori is, like, super scared. The entity that is after them is like breaking everything on the car and so i get does she try to call any for help like does her cell phone not work i don't or, think i don't she think she tries, tries. because we I'll see she has a cell phone because her dad her dad calls her and tries she ignores to call. it yes um like she does not try to call for help she just is like all right i guess i'm gonna no. have to book it and run yeah that's that's braver than me because I know that I wouldn't be able to run very fast. If something was actually trying to attack the car, I'd be like, well, I either live here now or I'm gonna die here. So, yeah, like, right. Um, but she so she gets out to run, but then she stops for seemingly no reason and looks back and Rich is hanging, tied by, dead. His feet. by his feet, dangling by his feet. Yes, yeah. yes, by his feet dangling. Um, Maybe she didn't call because. We know, she get in trouble. yeah, we know that she's the reverend's daughter and she was afraid, like, he's going to question why I was over here with a boy. And so, like, that's just subconsciously in her mind. I think, I don't think, like, in the moment she was thinking, like, I'm going to get in trouble. But I think, like, in her mind, she's just like, I don't call my dad for help. It affects because her choices. My at dad, that moment, she doesn't know that Rich is dead. No. She, she still doesn't know. So Yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah, I think that we have, especially, like, with the way she was raised, like, she probably has learn to solve things on her own yeah yeah and she's done something yeah seemingly wrong yeah in quotation right. marks um so she gives a really good horror scream though mm-hmm. she does um Lori does great i would like super, to give props to Lori. i like Lori. i do too she's um, a good actress supernatural season one loves their horror and they i feel like they leaned into it really well and this cold this open. one was scary I actually think I read on this one they had to call Kim Manners in because mm-hmm. David Jackson wasn't scary enough in his directing. So they mm-hmm. called Kim Manners in for like a little bit, I think. I think that was this mm-hmm. one. Um, and Kim Manners is like, was a very, very yes. good director, particularly in Supernatural. Um, so I think it makes sense that they would call him. Also, yeah. Hookman was supposed to premiere in the season much earlier. They wanted it to go earlier in the season, but... Um, they didn't think that the they didn't either have like the vibe right for like the sh- this episode particularly, so they pushed it back. Um, but it was supposed to go after the W. Mm. Yes, they wanted a a more well known legend to be earlier, mm-hmm. so that people would like. Which they could have just done Bloody Mary. 
because a lot yeah. of people know who that is. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, they didn't. They didn't do that. They did Phantom Traveler in its place instead, yeah. or no? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, the wiki said Phantom Traveler, but after the W it was is three. dead in the water. Or, yeah. Yeah. Dead in the water. Oh right. So they. So they one of some, the two. Yeah. But so it became episode seven instead. But I actually think I like the placement of this episode yeah. it's actually also um it's a combination of three different legends it's not just mm-hmm. it's in this episode they com- they combined um <laughs> a hook man legend but also with an, a legend called the dead boyfriend and a legend called aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights mm-hmm. so it's three different legends in uno so after we get our nice horror girl scream um we cut to the boys and they're at this like outdoor cafe um, Dean has to make a coffee joke because the coffee that Sam has ordered is not a half calf double vanilla latte. <laughs> it's not just Which black might... coffee. No. Yeah, it's not just black coffee, so it's pretty fizzy. He has taste buds, so he <laughs> he likes himself. Um, also, I'm he had surprised that Dylan. No, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Who does drink black coffee? But I am not meaning this to be personal to him. Um, but who's surprised that Dean, um, both D names, so yeah, I think I get away with it, um, that Dean is insecure about the perceived masculinity of what mm-hmm. he's drinking or what yeah. his brother is drinking. Yeah. No one's, an no one's surprised. Also interesting to me that Dean, who loves him some sweets, <laughs> right, is not okay with drinking sugary Have coffee. Have we seen a lot? a lot of his sweet love at this point i don't think so i think that's just something i know from i i know i know his pie obsession yeah right. so. he true. do love his pie but we haven't seen a ton of it yet so i just also um, want to say dean had a perfectly good name calling sam samantha and he called him francis instead so maybe <laughs> we should work on our insults when samantha but it is interesting there. that he goes with francis who i think i've I mean, I know, like, a Mary Francis. Like, I think I have, like, a great aunt named that. That's a woman's name. But just when I think of just Francis, it's a male name. Right. Yeah. And so I think he's really trying to say, like, the drink you're drinking is gay. You know? Uh, yeah. Like, okay. if you're still okay. a guy, but, like, a, a a Francis instead of a Frank. Which is so Sam. funny. <laughs> Which none of us are saying this is the case. But to think that a name signifies if you are gay or straight. Right. Like Francis, you're automatically gay. That your parents probably right. Your parents probably named you that. And um, did they know from birth? Maybe I don't know. I want you to be gay. This is my. I'm naming you Francis. Yeah, Dean is a a little bit of a butthole to Sam. Um, And then Dean's like, Um, sorry, pause, everyone. Hannah just admitted that Dean was not being very nice to Sam, and I feel like we should flag that. I take I take it back. Oh, right. <laughs> so Sam but, is like wanting to find John. Yeah, that is his whole main focus, which does make sense to me why they would want it in the beginning. Like if they kept that writing from the early episodes, right? He's still like he's now like we haven't heard about John in like two or three A episodes, bit. and now suddenly he's like, oh, "Where's Dad?" I feel like we forgot the objective. <laughs> um, wait a second, what is this show wait, what, about? What are we? What What was our goal again? And <laughs> Dean is not bothered. He's like. Ah, he doesn't want to be found. Anyways, look at this case I found. Yeah. Yeah. They mention the Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is a book? Question mark, Hannah? 
It was a book first, it, and, it and book. it's also been made into a movie with yeah. um, Elizabeth Moss. Moss. I almost said Olsen, and I knew it wasn't Olsen. Isn't it she, wasn't right. Um, isn't she the one from Handmaid's Tale? Yes, she is. She also has a new yes, show coming so, out, by the way. Sorry, just random. Oh, does she? Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen the or seen slash read this, and there are two Invisible Man novels. The one they're talking about is one where a scientist figures out how to turn yourself invisible, and but he then he doesn't know back. how to turn himself mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Didn't um, he read something called The Invisible Man? It's very different. Very um, different. It's about racial. Like race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, like, I don't remember invisibility, like, literally yeah. in that book. No. <laughs> when I saw that, too, I was like, hmm. So I also, yeah, I was like, oh, it's a different Invisible Man. The movie uh, is a little different, but it's a really good movie if you are interested in watching it. It's very good. But they do the classic, like, I don't know if it's a case, but I guess we can go see. Dad would go check it out. That's what Dean says. (laughs) Yeah. Of course. And they leave. Um, They're like, okay, that's all it takes. So we move on to the next scene, and they arrive at uh, the frat house of where Rich lived. Um, And they, they being the boys, um, they claim to be frat bros from Ohio, and they need a place to stay. And they're just immediately roomed with. Uh, this guy yeah yeah I can't remember his name but like they they just are allowed to just like take people in. I don't think that's how it works I don't think no. you just walk up to a, a fraternity house and you're like hey I need a place to stay I'm a fraternity brother from Ohio and they're like all right um so they arrive there and they get into the room with Murph I'm yes, assuming Murph. that's his actual name because the script Dean says reads so. it on like the magazine he's looking at um, and he's like trying to paint his whole body purple because apparently that's their mascot is purple man. I saw a banner that said purple man on the door. That's like, awesome. is that literally the mascot? Is that is like purple the hilltoppers man? at WKU? It's just like a big blob, <laughs> big red. They could not like, like purple man. That's the best we can do. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Purple man. And Murph asks them to paint his back and Dean says he's the artist talking about saying i yeah i think that this is definitely like i'm putting my reaching gloves on um to reach about dean's sexuality but um i feel like he gets (laughs) (laughs) um i feel like he gets a little like flustered at the thought of having to touch him and he's like (laughs) sam you know he's the one like i feel like he is trying to take himself out of that situation so that he's not like tempted to like look at him in a certain way right and then later when he's still like i definitely want to say that most of this was to mess with sam Mm -hmm. but i think it can be both messing with sam and trying to avoid a situation where he's having to question his own sexuality because in the end when he's like hey you missed a spot like yeah dean's checking out the boy's whole body to know that he missed a spot like i don't know yeah, I love I love how he says though the things this man can do with a brush. <laughs> I know, so silly. It's and, funny. And Sam's like, oh, okay. Like he's a little annoyed at Dean, but I feel like he does it. It does. Roles, <laughs> right? He's like, whatever. I feel like right. if the roles were reversed and Sam had gotten the opportunity to mess with Dean, Dean would have been extremely more flustered. Yeah. And not and had probably would have like refused to paint the guy's back. Meanwhile, Sam's like, all right, no right, big deal. I think that's. I think that's a good point. I think, like, a straight man who's not, like, afraid that anything is going to be perceived as gay, which some straight men do feel that way. Or but even just Sam doesn't. comfortable not. with their sexuality. Even right, if Sam yeah. Sam wasn't he, anything. They wouldn't, they wouldn't 
make a big fuss about it. They would be like Sam and they'd be like, okay, sure. I'll paint this guy's back. Cause he's not touching the guy's back. He's right. using a paintbrush. It's not like he had to finger paint <laughs> his back. Just rubbing <laughs> his back. With <laughs> I think that Dean acts just a little suspect at this whole situation, yeah. even though I know that probably the intent of the scene from the writers and directors was probably just to, you know, kind of make a joke at Sam's expense. Like, ha ha. Yeah. He's having to, at this point, boy. Yeah. But if we're really going to um, analyze this episode, we've got to point out the, yeah, yeah, the um, nitty gritty. I, as, as I've said from the beginning, like I will consistently try to point out any place where I think Dean is showing his queerness. And I think this is yeah. one of them. So okay. Merck tells them about uh, the hot freshman, Lori Sorensen, who happens to be the reverend's daughter. And get this. <laughs> she's the reverend's daughter. That I was like, that makes it so much hotter. <laughs> all I could put in my quote in my notes was, um, that quote and then four question marks because I'm like what <laughs> I, put, <laughs> I put discuss which I spelled discuss wrong in the outline <laughs> Lori Sorensen parentheses hot reverend's daughter OMG like, when OMG. I read that I thought you were saying the hot reverend's daughter <laughs> the reverend the reverend's so hot oh god that's his daughter hot rev- that hot reverend's daughter they're like oh well I guess we should go talk to the reverend's daughter. Um, so they go to the church, which is St. Barnabas. St. Um, Barnabas. So Catholic <laughs> church. Yeah. Um, and they interrupt the service that they're having. And it's Slammed really loud. So loud. <laughs> um, and everyone looks at them. It's very embarrassing. I personally would just would leave. die. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I'm just going to wait outside. <laughs> <laughs> The reverend is talking about, like, what happened and how he believes Rich was trying to save his daughter and how sad it is that he died. Um, I don't know. I feel like the boys are really uncomfortable here. I don't think that they've been to church very often. Yeah. yeah. Um, John, on the on their lovely childhood, John did not take them to church. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's pretty clear. Um Sam but has we to, see, like, physically bump Dean to pray, right. like, to close we his eyes. We see that one of them may have faith because mm-hmm. Sam does bow his head immediately. He doesn't, like, yes. look around and see everybody else is bowing their head. He yes. does it immediately, and Dean does not. And it's so. interesting that you say faith because yeah. I feel like that's a very important aspect of it, and it will become much more important later. I think the theme of faith, faith is a huge theme in the entirety of Supernatural. Um, and it shows that Dean has no faith and Sam yeah. perhaps does have some faith. Maybe he does. Um, and that little shoulder bump is a good way to, to show it. Right. Um, and yeah, just also, I don't love that Sam bumps his shoulder because you do not have to bow your head to pray. No, no, no. And if you've no. never been to church, you should not be expected, expected. to behave in the same way as everybody in the church. No, so agree. like Dean didn't need to do that, but Sam. No, he didn't bumped him so he does but um one thing the reverend says that i'm gonna flag for um flag my, our, i'm for our listeners who have seen the finale so sorry abby joe you won't really know what this is referring to but he says quote a life unlived is the saddest of passings and that just uh personally made me really sad to hear <laughs> so um yep the church service ends who knows how long how far into the church service they were when they showed up which um, could be why everyone was looking at them it could have been a two-hour service and they show up 15 minutes before the end (laughs) i'd be looking and they're loud (laughs) 
they're loud and they're coming in at the end so uh it was mass it was because it's yes. a catholic church like we said um and they're outside and Lori's like i can't it's sunday night and taylor's trying to get her to come hang out with the girls and do tequila shots and she's Lori's like, like we have dinner watch reality tv right she, yeah she's that like, sounds no. like a fun night it does tequila like and reality tv yeah but, but Lori can't because her dad makes dinner on sunday nights always and it's only her and her dad that's important yep. to know um her mom is she's not dead. around yeah <laughs> she's <laughs> dead um so then taylor leaves and then sam's like Lori, are you Lori?" and then he, she's like, he starts up a conversation mm, yeah yeah, he tries, like, her and Dean, her and Dean, him and Dean, like, try to relate to Lori, be like, we heard what happened, we're so sorry for your loss, and Sam really tries to, like, make his, like, eyes at her, and he's like, I watched something happen to someone once, which is, like, I know he's trying to relate to her, but, like, if someone said that to me, right, after okay. I just had a horrific experience, I'd be like, this isn't about you, Great. um, okay, like, also the way he phrases it doesn't necessarily mean, like, the horrifying thing that happened is relatable to the horrifying thing that happened to her. So I'd be like, okay, please stop talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) um, Thanks for your apologies, I suppose. But like, I don't need them. Your sympathies. Um, So the Reverend comes up. I feel like he has like a sixth sense for when anyone, any man, any man, yeah. Men especially. Yeah. yeah. Um, And we see that later too. Dean kind of distracts them and is like, we're interested in getting into the church. And the reverend says, it's so nice to find young people who are open to the Lord's message. And in this, in the transcript, it says, Dean chuckles. <laughs> Dean's like, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. So right. uh, let's chat. <laughs> and so Sam tries to talk to her while Dean distracts the reverend. And that's kind of it. They don't really get a lot out of that. No. I no, think it's just like an really. introduction. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so- well, also Lori says like, she tells him that she was seeing things, she thinks. Right. The, she's like, I was scared. I must have been seeing things because the police say now they don't have a lot to go on. And so he's like, well, that doesn't mean it wasn't real. And then mm-hmm. they're... And she just kind of like looks at him like, huh. And then she, but, you start to see the beginning of a little smile from her, which is like kind of yeah. weird, but... I think, yeah, I think that the relationship between Sam and Lori in this episode is like, I personally don't see how it would have happened that way in real life. Though I do like the relationship if I'm taking, like, mm-hmm. real-life brain out of it. Um, yeah. They do relate Same. to each other, but I just don't think that the way the writers show how they relate to each other makes sense. Right. If that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so in the next scene, they're, like, in a library, and Dean's like, so you believe her? And Sam's like, yeah, I think I do. And he's like, yeah, I think she's hot, too. Like, basically <laughs> yeah, being, yeah. like, Sam only <laughs> believes her because he thinks she's hot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I hate how yeah. the writers write Dean. Sometimes. I, yeah. I put I put something for later in the episode, but it applies to the whole episode. I don't know why they they had to make Dean objectify so much women so yes. much in this episode. Like ev- almost everything he says or does when a woman is around is is gross man behavior, and it's like mm-hmm. not necessary. No, yes. not necessary. And it's almost like they showed him as. A, like good person too much in skin so yeah. then now they're like oh wait let's erase <laughs> that and yeah. show how However, he is i will say he's he's not me he's not bad to a woman in no, this in no. this episode though no i would like we we saw something recently like, on tiktok of someone saying that he treats women like shit i'd like to say he doesn't do he that does. he just does, he he says gross things to sam 
Yeah. It is a performance for Sam. This has nothing to do with women, in my opinion. No. Yeah. It has everything to do with performing his own masculinity in front of Sam. Um, so they do some research. They find um, an entry about a man named Jacob Carnes, who in 1862 killed 13 prostitutes with a hook from his hand on nine just mile because, road. Just because he was angry over the red light district. I got mm-hmm. so frustrated at this. Um I feel like it's a very common theme in our society um, to punish the sex workers for their yeah. promiscuity, but who was who was buying their right. promiscuity? Like who was right. benefiting from this? Right, men, but, and probably men in his congregation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't seem like a very women. big town, right? No, yeah, yeah. we should I mean, definitely also, punish women for it though, because it's yeah. their bodies that are the problem, the fact, obviously. The fact that it was just, he was so angry that there were sex workers in his town that he killed 13 of them. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, well, you can be mad about something and not murder 13 yeah. people. You know, like, you can be upset that people are partaking in this. Right, exactly. Start preaching how they shouldn't do that. Like, I don't think yeah. I agree with that either. But, like, murder right. shouldn't be the first option. Right. Absolutely. No, should, it should not be any option. Figure out why figure out why there are prostitutes in your area. Yeah. Probably because men are willing to buy sex and then women can't afford to do things on their own, so they have to Maybe sell their bodies. Start Maybe. a program at your church where sex workers can come and get the things they need. Maybe they have to Food, sell their bodies so that they can eat. Right. Exactly. But no, do things that are good. Murder them. Yeah. Just a theme in this episode of religious people being like, um I don't know better than everybody else you know Mm -hmm. like the typical holier than thou yeah and hypocritical and then like violent and vengeful because of it and i think Mm -hmm. it's just like uh, in some cases true it is how some christians act and it's horrible um maybe even a lot maybe not so far as to murder but to be like so angry about something someone else is doing that you're hateful about it right yeah exactly um and it's just like But the idea of, like, well, they're sinning. I'm fairly certain murder is a sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I read that somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so what makes your sin better? And, like, I'm sorry. God did not appoint you to murder the nope. prostitutes. No. So, like. Nope. No. Um, not. You're just nope. being a vengeful human. <laughs> yeah. A hateful, hateful person. Yeah. I think it's important to note that the hook man is not a vengeful spirit because he was not wronged. He's a violent spirit a because violent he's spirit. still pissed off. Yeah. Even yes. beyond the grave. Yes. Um, yes. I have this man is not, he was not wronged. No. He was, he was wrong. He was wrong. And he continues and to still be wrong, wrong and dead. <laughs> yeah, so. um, I have a little like just definition on the hook man. Um, okay as an urban legend uh it's an Please urban legend it. about a killer with a pirate-like hook for a hand attacking couples in their parked car in many versions of the story the killer is typically portrayed as a faceless silhouetted old man wearing a raincoat and rain hat that conceals most of his features especially his face hmm. interesting so it's i feel like they did a really good job portraying that at the beginning mm-hmm. and then i th- i think that they went off of it obviously to continue the story but the parked mm-hmm. car with the you know yeah. raincoat yeah. hat covered the face i think that was a really good we portrayal. never really see his face Mm-mm. 
No. Not really. Uh, no. I think it was Not a really. good portrayal. You see he of, has a face. Yeah. I think he has a hat. You see his nose. <laughs> right. Right? Because you, like, see his silhouette. Yeah. But mm-hmm. And you see facial hair at one point, okay. I think. But, like, you don't you really don't... see a face. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the parked car was really yeah. good. And then, obviously, to continue the story, they had to have him continue to go after the same. But, yeah. you know. But the, I guess that might be yeah. where they kind of dove into a couple of the other urban legends. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. so. I imagine the dead boyfriend is yeah. uh, rich. I didn't read yeah. it because I didn't want to be scared. Okay, so in the next scene, we're at Theta House again. And Lori's getting dropped off by her dad. And they're having a fight over Lori's independence and, and whether or not she's being a slut like her roommate mm-hmm. and all of her other um, sorority sisters. Um, I think that that's interesting because when Lori goes into the house... Everything that I see, like I hear some, I hear a background noise of people talking about reading lists. We see someone studying. Like, it's definitely a preconceived notion that this man has that these sorority girls are vapid, airheaded, like not concerned about school uh, harlots. Um, When really everything that I've seen in the sorority house, though it's not a lot, seems like they're Mm -hmm. all like into their studies and like Taylor's already asleep, but she's still alive at this point. Like she's asleep in bed already. Like she's not partying. Yeah. She goes up there. Taylor's asleep. She gets ready for bed. And then we cut to the boys who are on nine mile road. Um, and we get our first instance of them talking about salt shotgun shells. Yeah. Rock salt. Yep. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be a staple in supernatural. They will keep this the entire time. Um, they so did create this idea also of the rock salt in the shotguns. Right. Yes. Or at least like Sam implies that they created this. I don't know. I feel oh, like no, other... sorry. Supernatural did. Oh, okay. I was like... Yeah, no, sorry. There, uh, but... I mean, there was already the, the concept that salt would deter mm-hmm. a, a spirit, but, but they combined they... that. Go. They combined that with the fact that they would be using a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And so... They yeah, supernatural created it, but I'm sure other other hunters probably were already using this. Yes. Yeah. They but there's they no way John created it. that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's salt, no way in hell. Salt is usually used like at in doorways and stuff like that, like in normal right. life. But And this, we talked about this in the W. Was it the W? Oh my gosh, it was that long ago? Oh we no, we also talked about it in um Mary with the mirrors. Oh, right. Because um, I talked about how they would throw salt over their shoulder or something like oh, that. Oh, right. Yeah. So salt's always had like a supernatural type. Yes. It's like a block, like a safety from evil spirits. When we talked, I'm going back to how we said that there's no way in hell that John would have come up with this idea on his own. Um, I think he probably just found another hunter and like they were doing it too. But <laughs> yes, he absolutely. kept. But he kept Sam and Dean so isolated yeah. that they don't know about right. other hunters and other hunters' experience with hunting spirits, demons, <laughs> yeah, monsters. So, like, of course, Sam's like, wow, did you guys think of this? And Dean's like, I told you, you don't have to go to college to be a genius. But which like, is true. Which is absolutely true. Um, Dean is correct. Also, but, uh, sorry, when they go to the mm-hmm. library, doesn't Sam say something like, higher level welcome to higher level education or yes. something like yeah. that and the yeah. look that dean gives him he's like it's like so side-eyed really shut up okay sorry let's go yeah. back to the same we're on i just wanted to say that <laughs> um, just i mean it's a we pointed out the entire season of every instance where dean and sam talk about higher education yeah. and how it affects dean personally yeah. to talk about his lack of higher education yeah. even though he's so, so smart we will not talk about this 
Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I, higher education will not be such a big deal. <laughs> they will literally not care. They're walking around with a loaded shotgun, though it is just rock salt. Um, they hear a noise, and it happens to be the sheriff. <laughs> Yeah, and he tells him to get down, and Dean says, He's the he one with the, the gun. gun. He's the one with the gun. <laughs> Which does actually end up mattering, because yes. Dean is not arrested. Um, Sam yeah. is, and Dean's the one who gets Sam out of the jail, yes. and just says, like, oh, man, we were just we're just hazing him, you know? Just like he's a, he's <laughs> yeah. a new Every- pledge. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, what did you tell the sheriff was in the gun? And he's like, rock salt. We're on in ghosts. Which is true. Which is he so just funny. tells him the truth. Yeah. yeah. And the sheriff's so like, funny. oh, I get it's it, like, I get typical it. Typical Hell Week prank. Hilarious. <laughs> um, we cut back to Lori, and she goes to bed, and we see this creepy figure behind her door. We do. And it's the hook man. And there's um, scary I don't... music, and he's breathing funny. <laughs> I don't love how uh, Lori leaves the door open to go to sleep. I no, think no. that's psycho. <laughs> Especially in like a shared dorm slash house. Like, and the light in the hallway is on. How I would you not, fall asleep? I can't sleep. I need darkness to sleep personally. Yeah. But like. Ever since I watched the movie Hide and Seek when I was like six years old, I can't <laughs> sleep with my door open ever. I have um, to close the door because then at least if someone comes in, I'll hear the door open. Right. Like if um, nothing else. Also, to tell you why you should sleep with your door closed, that's not because of scary things. Um, coming oh, from a fire, firefighter's <laughs> daughter, um, it's safer in the event of a fire if your door is closed because the fire cannot get into your room as quickly. We cut to, well, Lori wakes up and there's a and there's, puddle of yeah. blood and mm-hmm. she looks up and... And she's not immediately scared of the no. puddle of blood. No, she's, she's just not. scared when she sees Taylor. And then we see the message, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? Which is so scary. So also, scary. So we only just find out that her name is Taylor in this scene. I'm fairly mm-hmm. certain. And it's right when she dies. Oh, so she doesn't no, we, even... Well, yeah, we, you're right. We see it when she comes in the room. She says, yeah, that's what I mean. Awake, she says Taylor? Taylor. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. So like we see it just now and she immediately dies. So she wasn't even worthy of a name until yeah. her death scene. Right. I just Not don't like that. Nice. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I like that. No. It would have been but really easy in the beginning death. to say like, "Oh, Taylor, I'm going on the stage." Like they could right. have used her name in the beginning. Yeah. But yeah, so we see. Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light with a little symbol below it that's like a cross with four cro- tiny crosses in each like corner of the cross, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously that was the Hookman being a Hookman, a murderer. So then we see the boys get out. We already talked about what they talked about there. Um, but the cops start rushing out. And so naturally the boys follow them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was like an, an unrelated bank robbery or something? And they're just, <laughs> and they're following, just following them. them. Yeah. Like, oh, that's not us. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, it happens to be the Theta sorority it, house. <laughs> it does. Remember in the last episode when they just followed an ambulance just knowing <laughs> yes. it was like, Yeah. They seem so, to lucky a lot. They do. They do. Um, <laughs> Hannah, it's almost as we, if something is like they just have this this luck about them, Hannah. It Maybe is. Maybe we'll find it's out really something strange. later. Y'all? Maybe we will. I don't know. <laughs> it's almost like To be continued. <laughs> a, yeah. It's weird. Um it's almost like just flagging that real quick. That's what we're saying, Abby. <laughs> right. <laughs> Obviously. Um I don't like being Abby's giving it such a dirty I'm look. Being gaslit. Gaslit. We were just at the sorority building. We cut away just long enough for Sam and Dean to 
follow get the police to the building. Um, and we see the reverend being like, I just want to take her home. And the sheriff's like, buddy, she's connected to two murders that could feasibly have been her. Um, except for hanging Rich upside down would have been hard, but she could have definitely killed Taylor yeah. the way that Taylor has been killed. Oh, for sure. Um, but so then eventually the reverend talks her into him, him, the sheriff, into it. Mm-hmm. And um, they start to leave. And then Sam and Dean chat about why the hook man would be here because they're so far from Nine Mile Road and they are just absolutely positive that he only kills people on Nine Mile Road. But maybe he's not haunting the scene of the crime. Huh, guys? What do y'all think? I I think that it's questionable (laughs) at this point. I I think so, too. (laughs) Maybe it's something else. (laughs) What could be connecting those two things? Right. (laughs) Um, Like, we get the next, I think, gross. Yep. Line from Dean. This was the one that I had I figured it was. Um, (laughs) He's like, man, do you think we're going to be able to see a naked pillow fight? Look at all these sorority girls. (laughs) Yeah. Which is apparently like. Yeah. It's a throwback to National Lampoon's vacation. I don't know which one. Not Christmas. But but one of the movies. And so he's like kind of referencing that. But it's still disgusting. Like, it was not yes. necessary no. to say. Um, we do not need to see... It is still just to Sam. Yeah. Right. He doesn't say it to women. Right, but... but it is still a gross thing to say. And to yes. just, like... Like, Dean is 27 now yeah. at this point. Because if it is March... Yeah, he's our age. Um, if my, hu- my husband is also 27. Um, mm-hmm. If he my was time. talking about sorority girls who are at least five years younger than us because yeah. little Hannah I almost maybe you, almost but 10. we graduated five years ago yeah from college yeah um, so, anywhere from like nine to five years younger than us yes um so if my husband or any one of my husband's friends were talking about sorority girls that way I would be extremely grossed out because like yeah there's a but one, also just again, objectifying women too right. younger women like, Not only is it five years, but there is such a difference in the brain yep, between yeah. 27 and 22. Between a college yeah. student and someone who has been 18. out of college for... Some yeah. of these girls would yeah. be 18, 19 years old. But between a college right. student well, in general yeah. and a student um, who's been... A person who's been out for five years, there's a big difference, so... Yeah, but again, Maybe. I can't imagine mine or Beth's husbands talking about women in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Maybe it's something going on in Dean's little brain. Yeah. And they sneak into the sorority house. Um, I just love that, like, they, they're sneaking into all kinds of windows. Like, in Bloody Mary, we saw them sneak into another window. Like, they can climb a building. Then, <laughs> yeah. In the next episode, I think we also see them sneak into a window. So, mm-hmm. it's just interesting stuff. They're just sneaking into windows all the time. Um, but, yeah, they, they sneak in. Sam is apparently silent about it, but Dean, like falls <laughs> and makes a bunch of noise um but nobody hears them yeah. they're bickering they the entire time <laughs> right they see the message on the wall um that of course says aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light and they see um <laughs> well dean says yeah that's definitely hook man it's a spirit and he taps his nose and sam's like yeah i've never smelled ozone this strong before yeah what is ozone? which i'm like is well, it just the air <laughs> They never do this again. No. So it's, I, I don't think that know. they're trying to make it. Which, if this episode was supposed to be closer in the beginning, it's when they were mm-hmm. even more trying to figure out what they wanted their lore to be like. So mm-hmm. maybe whatever ozone is, I'm assuming ozone is just like 
a, like, very air smell. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it just smells like air. Yeah. But so, yeah, Sam's like, yeah, it smells like ozone. <laughs> Sounds like it would be a joke. Like, it smells like up what? dog. <laughs> What's up, dog? <laughs> or it um, smells like wrong dog. What's wrong right. dog? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then um, he points at the cross symbol and Sam's like, does that look familiar? And then they are next to the car looking at some research that they found. And Sam shows mm-hmm. them the symbol, um, which I wanted to say the symbol, the Hookman's cross, which I said is a cross with like four smaller crosses in each quadrant. It's not like a typical like Christian cross. It's like um, a symmetrical cross, mm-hmm. like top and bottom are the same height unlike the christian cross but um it's called a jerusalem cross this Mm -hmm. symbol and um there's like different explanations one is that it's christ and the four evangelists and ones that it's christ and the four quarters of the evangelists but my favorite for this episode is that it's the five wounds of christ Mm -hmm. so um this was like apparently depicted in a lot of like um sorry documents from like the years and years centuries ago um but yeah like the five wounds of christ which i think lines up with the hook man really well he would be he's obviously a violent person he killed sex workers for no reason Mm -hmm. um i think the five wounds of christ would line up the most with like who he is so okay i think it's interesting that he uses that for himself like a symbol for himself yeah yeah very interesting thank you for adding that because I didn't look up any. I knew it was a and different I, kind of cross, but yeah. I didn't look up what kind. I think it's on his hook. That's what Sam's showing him is like a picture of the hook from yeah 1800s. Like okay. a drawing, obviously, yeah. not like a picture. Um, if you aren't familiar. But it has like it has like the hook etched into the, uh, sorry, the symbol etched into the hook, I think. So I don't know if he did this for himself or if somebody else like put it there, but yeah. it was it was there. So Yeah. If you aren't yeah. familiar with Christianity, the five wounds of Christ are the holes in both of his hands and both of his feet and on his head yeah. so from right. the crucifixion sorry <laughs> jesus so yeah sam's like it's the same symbol when he shows him the sketch and he's like it must mm-hmm. be jacob carnes we've absolutely we've cracked the code solidified at this point it is him and so, and so um, then they have to like figure out like what's the connection <laughs> right but for, yeah so it's dean's glory. like we got to find his grave and salt and burn him and they find out he's in an unmarked grave and so um yeah the, oh then they go to a college party yeah I know, <laughs> in my notes Lori. i have house party also yeah. the music is like i don't know so loud yeah See, i know it's a house party i've been to a few of those but dean is also like wanting to stay because he's yeah. never gotten to do anything like this and that no. makes me he's sad. like he says <laughs> he's he too says, old to been... be there he says, you've been holding out on me. This college thing is awesome. This is the first time he has really said college is good. But he also, mm-hmm. uh, like, looks at a girl. And it's obvious that he's saying, like, this girl is hot. Yes, and I that's why I wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just makes and me Sam's sad like, that I didn't heaven. really do this. <laughs> and Dean's like, you geek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it just makes me sad because, like, Dean... Sam did get out to, like, have some normal social interaction. Dean has never had normal social interaction. Yeah. And I think he it has shows. Not, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't and interacted like, with people his age. Yeah. We get um, more of Sam being unhinged and, like, yelling about the hook man in this 
very a lot of people oh also they walk a, a, a guy walks past them and we see him in the background and he makes a face like why are they here he looks really annoyed with like sam and dean being at this college party weird but i feel like it's because he hears sam like so how is the hook man tied up with Lord? like he's <laughs> so then sam like talks about how there have been other preachers and clergymen and stuff people related to the church in some way over the years that have killed people mm-hmm. um doing like killed specific types of people um right. and he's like there's a pattern and um it's always like the suspect is a man who's religious and he preaches against immorality so they always end up killing someone who is in immoral. their opinion immoral and it's always with a sharp instrument and so dean's like how is this connected to Lori?" and sam's like a man of religion hello and her they're like dad. her hot reverend dad her hot <laughs> reverend dad <laughs> um so they they assume that the spirit has attached itself to the reverend not necessarily that he's like summoning the spirit which is good at least um but so then dean's gonna go find jacob carnes's grave and salt and burn him and, and sam's gonna go watch Lori's house dean is so salty about that later also he's like the next yeah. time i get to I watch, get to watch the hot girl's the house, hot girl's house. <laughs> he's yeah. gonna have to do all the manual labor I love oh. the idea that Dean would actually say that out loud to himself. He would. He's <laughs> While he's digging, he's like, I get to do it next time. He's yeah. like, he's so also, he has to talk out loud. We get short sleeve Dean again. I was going to say that again. He looks so good. He finds the grave. And he do salt and burn the bones. He do salt and burn them. Also, him. I and read something that apparently the sound of like a lightsaber from Star yes. Wars. It, it's the blaster. The from blaster Star Wars. sounds yeah. in the middle of the fire. The when explosion. the when the flames yeah when the flames oh. go up you hear the blaster sound which is <laughs> like why I saw um, they just threw it in there. <laughs> I don't. thought it was funny that I know that like unmarked grave they probably mean like his name but like the grave is marked technically. Right. I just want to say Lori and her dad are arguing. That's what I was about okay, to go cool, into. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. they're arguing and we hear the reverend say she's in a marriage but it's unhappy. She's gonna get a divorce and so it's clear that he is having an affair yeah well he's with a woman who is having an affair but regardless it's an affair um which again the the religious hypocrisy yeah like also he doesn't want his daughter to be with any boys but he is most likely having sex with a married woman and he is not married to her like not which just is a married married woman a married woman in his congregation yeah. yep which means that she goes to really church with her husband is in his congregation and their yep. children. Their children. Their children yep. are there. Yeah. It's but, not good. And so he gets to tell Lori all these things about what she can and cannot do because yep. she is a young woman. Yep. But yet he can do whatever he and wants. And because he's her child. Right. She's his child. <laughs> yes. It should be right. a second, but I got there. And a <laughs> yes. lot of people in um, religion, I feel like, uh, look at their children as like property like they own their children yeah, rather absolutely. than absolutely and I oh that's yes. still very true today so yeah but she is pissed at him and she walks out and she's like Sam I yeah. saw you from the window you freaking creep I was watching this episode with Jacob and Jacob was like ooh are they gonna kiss and I was like no <laughs> and then they kissed and, and I was like <laughs> oh because yeah. like I just and they kissed they kissed kissed which is very interesting because this is the first time we've seen Sam open up to any possibility of K 
kissing someone slash being romantic with someone yeah. since Jess's death. But then he um, shuts it down immediately. He shuts it down, pushes her away, and says he can't. She says, it's like I'm cursed or something. People around me keep dying. Yeah. And Sam says, I think I know how you feel. And yeah. in the later of, like, going on from this season and into season two, we're really going to dive into how Sam feels cursed. Like, he... Yeah. That theme of Sam being cursed is going to continue to be a theme for several seasons. Reverend gets his sixth sense. He opens the door and he's like, come inside. And she's like, I'll come in when I'm ready. She's so dramatic. She's so mad and so dramatic. And And the said, oh, she mad. Yeah. My time to shine. Pokes him in the collarbone. Just poke, um, just a little poke. With his hook. Just a little poke. (laughs) And Sam runs into the house and he looks around and the... um, but he has a gun. Hookman, like, slams the door. He does have a gun. He has the gun with rock salt. He slams the door, but then uh, Sam runs into the room, and he shoots the hookman, and he disappears. The hookman, not Sam. <laughs> of course. Um, and he saves the reverend. And then they have to go to the hospital, because obviously he was poked in the collarbone. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, ouch. What an injury. Like, like moving oh, yeah. your shoulder after uh, that would hurt so bad. <laughs> Yeah, that and also it's a hook, so like yeah, like so it it got in there. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. 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 Yikes. Obviously, if you haven't seen the episode, it's not a poke. It's a full on stab. <laughs> it's a full on um, stab. <laughs> it's not nice. A jab. Um, I would say a jab, if you yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Um, a hook really, line sink. He really hooked it in there. <laughs> he did. <y'all. laughs> so silly. So then they go to the hospital, mm-hmm. and Sam tells the sheriff. That he's that it was the man, um, and the sheriff's like, seriously? He's like, it seems like you're everywhere I look. But he tells him to stay. He's kind of nice about it. He's like, you got to stay out of trouble. Like, and then Dean comes up and he's like, oh, it's okay. That's my brother. That's my hey brother. Hey brother. <laughs> it's so cute. But then Sam's like, did why didn't you torch the bones? And Dean's like, I did. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and um, so then they start to realize that maybe the hook man latched onto Lori, not her dad. Mm-hmm. Quite a concept, why would he which makes himself? sense. Also, why? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of foreshadowing, but it is. Um, so then they are like, "Well, what could he have hooked, hold, held, latched?" Oh my god, um, what could he have latched onto? And they're like, "Wait, the hook. We need to find think, the hook." I think that's really funny that they didn't think of that immediately. I know, <laughs> I know. They're again clear that they were not taught by the best hunter in the world um i know hot love it i eat it up (laughs) and then they go to the library to figure out what happened to the hook they find out that it was uh donated to the church after his uh arrest slash death execution yes and then the church forged it into something else so they're like well crap we don't know what it is so let's just go and burn everything that's silver (laughs) which is honestly a smart move since they didn't have like any idea like it is a smart plan to just burn everything because i would have found it extremely unrealistic if they just found the item right yeah well they wouldn't know yeah without any yeah and like no one would have known theoretically because it you know so long ago so they go to the church and dean's like take your pick which one do you want? And house Sam thinks, church? and he's like, I'll take the house. <laughs> and then he, they split up. Um, and they start melting all the silver, and they hear footsteps, and Sam goes up, and it's Lori crying, crying and blaming herself. She says, it's all her fault, and she killed them. And then she says, I see now. They shouldn't have been punished. 
I should have been punished. Um, and then the hook man shows punishes her. her. He does. Um, which is what I was saying, foreshadowing. Like, you're like, why would the hook man go after the reverend oh, if it was him? Right. But, like, very she, confusing. she is the one who's technically controlling the hook man. But as soon as she gets her own self-guilt, when she starts mm-hmm. feeling guilty, um, then it does go after her. So when Lori is talking about all this, like, guilt and stuff, she does say something that I think is interesting just to be said. Um, just to flag says, it. She's... Just to flag it, um, she says, quote, I've read in the Bible about avenging angels. Yeah. Um, which doesn't really mean anything in this episode, but later yeah. on, angels and stuff like that is going to become much more prevalent. The hook man appears and he slashes at her. Sam, like, keeps moving her out of the way and stuff. And, and he gets hit. Um, but he does, he do get hit. He do. In the he get hooked. He get poked in the arm by the hook man. <laughs> And um, and then they're like, she gets like thrown across the floor, yeah, yeah which drunk. is so. And the hookman's not even there. Yeah, we like we don't see him. Yeah. Um, like how does he which do? Which is it? so creepy, right? Like, but then the hook, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like how later we see that ghosts can like do things, like with their from. Yeah, mind. yeah. Maybe it's like that. Maybe he's figured it out because he's been dead for so long. Then the hookman's like about to to hook him. To hook Sam, <laughs> and Dean's like, oh no, he's he's about to hook Lori, and see, Sam's behind him, and then he drops, and uh, Dean shoots him with rock yep, salt, with rock so salt. he disappears. So then they gotta talk about it. Um, they do like a cute little switcheroo. Um, they mm-hmm. figure out it's the necklace that's important, right? Um, and they do like Sam yanks it off of her, and they do a cute little switcheroo where Sam throws Dean the necklace, and Dean throws Sam the shotgun. Um, and the rock salt. Just kidding. And the rock salt. Just throwing <laughs> yeah. it everywhere. Um, then we see really creepy, um, like, the scrapes on the walls yep. and stuff, but we don't see the hook man. And um, Sam shoots without seeing, but then has yeah. to reload the gun. I just think that's so silly. It is he silly. Doesn't, he doesn't shoot anything because yeah. he's not there. Like, right. He wasted he has nothing around. to shoot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So maybe Sam's still getting used to this whole rock salt in the shotgun. And he's a, he has like one arm down from yeah. his, yeah. so he can barely reload the shotgun. It's just right. not well thought out. Yes, the the hook melts, and we see. Oh, sorry, the cross melts, and we see the hook melt, which is funny to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The hook just melts, but then Jacob Carnes goes up in flames. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's funny that the hook doesn't. The hook all the metal be meddling. It doesn't just. Yeah. Combust. I guess that's, and then Dean's yep. talking to the sheriff, and he's like, "It was a guy with a hook. I don't know. What I don't to know, tell man. You, buddy. That's crazy." And he's like, and then the sheriff's like, "Listen, you and your brother." And Dean's like, "Don't worry, we're leaving. Don't, don't worry um, about it, sweetheart." <laughs> yeah, and we see Sam saying goodbye, and she's like, "I still don't know what happened, but I do know you saved my life." And she thanks him, and then I think Dean saying we could stay is really sweet. I like do too. he has never had a relationship with anybody woman or man point, yeah. obviously or man that we, that where right where he would want to stick around like and it, it's not in a like we could stay so you could sleep with her kind of way no, it's, it's a like, sweet no, like just, we could stay yeah yeah because if it, it was, was really going sweet. to be like a performing masculinity thing that we have talked about previously he would have said something gross yeah but right. this was but like heartfelt eye contact i like, think also this shows that there really was a connection between Sam and Lori because 
Um, yeah. Even Dean saw it. And even Dean saw that yeah. it was something more than just like a physical attraction. And it was right. it was like an actual connection between them. And I think that's very interesting. I think sweet. to make it even more um, of a dramatic reading of the scene, um, do you think that John would offer Sam to stay no. like Dean did? No. I do not think from what I've heard about him that he would be thinking about someone else enough yeah. to also not because Dean didn't say you could stay. Dean said we Until could we. stay. So Dean's thinking it yeah. doesn't matter if I want to keep looking. If you want to stay here, we will stay here. And I don't think yeah. from what I've heard about John from you guys and then also just like how they talk about him in the show that John would be so selfless to do to say yeah. something like that. Because I think that Dean, I am very pro-Dean parented Sam. Dean acted like Sam's father um, in most instances. And the offering to both stay there was, I I felt it was very paternal and like caring for Sam in a way a parent would care for a child. Yeah. Especially because like this is the first time that Dean has seen Sam act this way about anyone after Jessica and he knows what how much of a mess he's been yeah. in after Jessica. Um, and I just like to compare what we think John would have done versus what Dean does do. Yeah. Um, and it makes me wonder if um, there was ever a time hunting that Dean wanted to stay and that wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, let's, I want to offer that to Sam. Cause like, I know how that mm-hmm. feels. So yeah, no, John, de- I agree. John, John definitely. Have offered yeah, that. I <laughs> ask you that question fully expect like, Almost you know the time. answer. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm, I'm right. And if you had disagreed, I would have told you why you were wrong. No, I know that. I know that. Um, join us next week yeah. to listen to um, bugs? episode eight, Bugs. Which is and a great we, episode. Yeah. We will not be super excited to talk about that. But for all of you, we'll do it. Because um, we know we have so many listeners who are just begging dying, us to continue this dying podcast. Dying for us to keep going. Um, you can listen to our podcast on uh, starting on Wednesdays on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and uh, I, Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and Podbean. And Podbean, of course. Goodness. <laughs> if I ever forget that one, let me... I always have to bring it up. You can email us anything at lawboy at stanford.edu. <laughs> <laughs> Um, really, though, if you did want to email us something, it's at rate or it's at. No, that's not how emails work. Mm-hmm. I was going to say a handle. Um, it's raisingperdition at gmail.com. Yeah. But we would love to get emails. Yeah, if you wanted like, commentary on an episode yeah. or anything. You like can that. also DM on any social media, though, which we would probably yes, see before Beth- we saw an email. <laughs> Beth. Um, yeah, and you can connect with us on social media. On TikTok and Instagram, we are at raisingperdition. And on Twitter, we are at SPN underscore RP podcast. Give us a, a good rating if you think we're good, I guess. I'm not going to make if you, you do don't, it. If you don't, don't rate. Just don't rate. Please yeah, ignore don't us. Don't give a bad um, rating. Just don't. You don't have to give a good one. So oh, thanks course. for listening. Yes, See yes, you thank next. you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye.